Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. On deposit required for a loan and tool. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. They're very talented. Their pitching staff is probably as good as anyone in the league. Their numbers are great. They have three really talented starters with big arms, pro guys. They're going to pitch in professional baseball probably for a long time. Got a good bullpen, good mix out there. And, you know, they've got four or five starters out and got back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're just, they're solid. So they're like every team in the league. They're, uh, they're just really good. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon has been a great Trash Talk Thursday, and we're going to have Tyler Spoon, former Razorback baseball player, joining us here in just a second. But first, uh, let's squeeze uh, Brent and Stuttgart, who's in and been patiently holding. What's up, Brent? Oh, what's up, John and Joe? Hey, Brent. Hey, uh, my question for you guys is this right here. With this new uh, player coming in from uh, Cincinnati, how does, what, how does our roster stand right now, numbers-wise? Well, I mean, you're still waiting on... Uh... I guess for all the players that have left with Anthony Black officially leaving yesterday, I guess you're still at the point now where you're filled at this point, but Devo is still one that's there in the mix as far as uh, maybe going on, and we know Walsh has a decision to make, and uh, there's still some other players that have not officially said one way or the other, like a Makai Mitchell. So as of right now, if the season were to start, you'd be filled up at the at the roster positions. Oh, so we'd be at the uh, – what's it? scholarship players 15 is that right 13 13 oh excuse me i was i was too off okay all right well i'm looking forward heading up to fatville tomorrow for the bit for the big uh razor razorback weekend cannot cannot wait going friday night to the uh to the uh reunion or letterman's reunion fish fry friday night gonna be there for the baseball games Friday, I mean, Saturday and Sunday. So it's going to be a big weekend. Cannot wait. Yeah. Fish fry sounds good, Brent. Enjoy that. Yeah, for real. Yeah, thanks for the invite, uh, too, Brent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, John, you, if, if, we, if, I ever, if, we ever, if I ever hook up with you at Twin Peaks, <laughs> you'll have an invite with me whenever you want, y'all want to. Hey, so, hey, that sounds good, Brent. When are, y- when are y'all going to be at Twin Peaks this month? Next Friday. Oh, next Friday. Okay. Okay, okay. That's good. The Razorbacks will be gone playing baseball, so I'll be I'll be able to make it. There you go. Works out perfectly. And for the basketball team, Brent, expect to hear some more news. There is going to be more movement. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm when you th- hey John, you, I meant to tell, uh ask you as the omniscient one, when do you see more movement coming? Uh well, as far as uh movement of <laughs> As far as movement coming in, it uh, could be this weekend, but it's going to mean somebody's going to have to move out, and I think we can start probably doing some logical deduction on knowing who that is, but uh, I would say that this weekend's probably when some things are going to start shaking up some more. So, are you telling me Hunter Dickinson's on that week on that weekend train? I will say this about Hunter Dickinson, that if he doesn't commit to a particular place this weekend, then suddenly things really start opening it up and clouds start ended up getting lifted. But just got to wait till this weekend to see how it all plays out. Oh, oh, you're the king of 
of cryptic descriptions, John. Just got to keep my sources close to the chest, man. That's all. Don't want to out anybody. <laughs> hey, hey, that's how you're going to keep locked on Razorback. <laughs> yeah, certainly hope so. Certainly hope so, Brent. Well, hey, we appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, and maybe I'll see you up there in Fable this weekend, man. I'll be up there. Oh, oh, will you really? Yeah, yeah, I'll be at the game on Saturday. You'll, you'll uh, see me then because I sit uh, on the my seat is a third third back. You don't need a ticket, do you? Because I got I got two. Oh no no no! I don't need a ticket. I appreciate that, but yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be sitting actually in uh, uh, with my guy uh, Carlton Safa. You know, he's uh, he's uh, been nice enough to to give me some tickets to go to the game on Saturday. So I'll be right there on the third baseline. Or I get no, I mean third baseline behind the behind the home plate, kind of closer to the third base side. Yeah, you'll you'll see me because I'll be in my I'll be in my I'll be in my wheelchair. Okay. You'll see me. All right. Well, if I see you, man, I'll come up and we'll uh, we'll chat. Hey. I saw you on Facebook the other day. Were you holding? Was that a niece or a nephew you were holding, or do you have, or do you have a baby? No, I did not have a baby. That is my. Uh, that, that would be some news. Yeah, yeah. news to me too. Um, no, that would. Uh, that was my nephew. Is my fifth nephew. So I got to, had a chance to to finally meet him over the Easter weekend. Oh, okay, that's right. Because you were in Fayetteville, and you're a, you're a native of of the land of milk and honey, aren't you? <laughs> that's what they say. Okay. All right, I'll look for you. I'll look for you this weekend. All right, sounds good, Brent. Enjoy it, man. All right, take care. All right, appreciate it, Brent. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend up there in Fayetteville because of all the Woo Pig week- weekend stuff going down. But I think most people probably excited about the Razorback baseball series against Tennessee. The Hogs look good on Tuesday. Kind of didn't look so good yesterday, but they got to get regrouped because Tennessee's a really good team coming in. So let's talk a little bit more about it as we welcome in former Razorback Tyler Spoon. Fly ball to left center field. That's going to be trouble. Spoon chasing after. Can he get there? He dives. He caught it. Did he catch it? He caught it. Holy smokes. Tyler Spoon just made the greatest catch of his career. Former Razorback outfielder Tyler Spoon. Out of Bounds is presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. Apply online at firsthorizon.com. First Horizon is an equal house lender and member FDIC. Let's go to the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Online and welcome in former Razorback Tyler Spoon. And Tyler, as always, we appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? I'm great. Good to be back. Looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, I know you are, and I know everybody is, especially considering uh, the performance last night didn't go too well for the Razorbacks. As uh, they look good in Game One against Little Rock, but got to give Little Rock a lot of credit too. They they put it to the Hogs and Dave Van Horn after the game did not sound too pleased with the the effort uh, given by his team. So uh, just just what did you make of at least uh, that series against Little Rock, and also uh, how can they regroup and, and get back after it to make sure they're ready on Friday against Tennessee. Yeah, one of those games that, especially midweek, you know, you get to the middle of the year, it's easy to kind of, you know, you beat them, you know, as good as you can on Tuesday, and then you come out Wednesday and think you can kind of just stroll through it and not really show up and still win the game. But, you know, the world of baseball, you can't, there's not a game you can't show up. So, um, you know, probably not a good thing happened, but, you know, I kind of snap them back into reality a little bit and get them ready for Friday and said, you know, hopefully show them how you got to be ready to play no matter what. So, um, it won't be. It won't be too bad. You know, we'll, it's pretty easy to bounce back from that. It's kind of like, a, hey, okay, time to wake up, kind of deal. Um, but again, you know, it, never want to lose. But like you said, hats off to, to Little Rock. They came and played, and we didn't. Bottom line. So, um, but I'm not reading too much into a Wednesday game. So, um, we're, we we got to be ready to go Friday, and that's what matters most. Going back to the weekend series and last conference series that they played against Ole Miss, they were able to take two out of three there. So. Uh, what were some of the things you saw that were encouraging about that series? Yeah, it was really good. Um, you, anytime you go to Swayze and you take two out of three, I don't care how good Ole Miss is, how bad they are, it is a good weekend. So um, it was really, really promising just to see again. I think we talked about it last week. The bullpen really stepped up and really helped us a lot. And, you know, Gage Wood, I think, has finally come around to solidify that spot at the back end and a position we desperately needed. Um, especially as a pitching staff, you, if you don't have a guy at the back end, it makes for 
a lot of chaos. So um, I think he's kind of gotten to a point where he's kind of settled down. He's a true freshman, okay? So um, it's super normal. So now that he's kind of settled down a little bit, kind of found his groove, hopefully that can just uh, snowball from here and he can just continue to get better. So I, I thought overall it was just a, a fantastic weekend. Again, any, you we can if you can win on the road, doesn't matter where you are, it's, it's huge for SEC. And um, now it's just time to turn the page and get ready for Tennessee and try to take two out of three from them this weekend. So yeah, when you when you go up against Tennessee, you know it's always going to be a tough match. But uh, you, you're a guy who obviously knows Tony Vitello, and you know the the matchup there, and you know about what he's built at Tennessee and everything. Just what is it about his teams, at least been there since uh, at the time of Tennessee, that make them so good, and something that uh, the Arkansas uh, the Razorbacks are going to have to make sure that they limit them from doing this weekend. Yeah, you know, Coach Vitello, he's you know a lot of people love him or hate him, it's kind of built. So. Um, He's always been that fiery guy. Always, always, always been. He's a, but he's a big players coach. And so for me, you love playing for that guy. Um, if you're not on his team, you probably don't like him. So, and I understand that. So, um, he brings that fire and that passion, that energy every single game, though. And I think his team just really feeds off of that. So, um, it's going to be one of those games where Tennessee is going to be absolutely more than ready to play. Um, he always has his teams ready to go. Obviously, they've kind of had a little bit of a, um, a rough stretch here the last month or so, but um, it's going to be tough. Obviously, the pitching staff is the starters are as good as probably the best in the country when you go one, two, three. I mean, it's you know three first rounders, so um, you got to get ready to go. So, but he does does a good job recruiting. He brings in great players, and um, more than anything, like I said, it's just that energy that it, it's easy to feed off of. And you know, when he was our hitting coach here, you know, he was. Always the guy before every game, he was ready to go and kind of, you know, it just rubs off on everyone. So um, they're going to bring the energy, they're going to bring the fire. So we just got to match it and not play and um, find a way to win, too. Yeah, that's actually going to lead me into my next question. I was just going to ask you, what was it like playing for Tony Vitello? Because, you know, you see Dave Van Horn and you don't really hear from much of the assistant coaches or as far as uh, what it's like playing for him or anything like that. But uh, since you got a little taste of what that was like, uh, how, how would you compare him or what was it like playing for him uh, at Arkansas? Yeah, it was you know it was great. Again, like I said, he's he's somebody that's very passionate, very fiery, and you guys, everyone obviously sees that, and, um, just how he coaches at Tennessee. And so um, it was a little bit more toned down at Arkansas. Um, but it, like I said, as a player, you love playing for a guy like that, someone that just brings it every day, and you know he's always on your side. He's always going to stick up for you. Um, you know, so it was always good playing for a guy like that. You can never you can never go wrong with that. And he was really good just mentally you know for me he helped me a lot just on the mental side of the game um just helped me do a few things that you know i, I hadn't done in the previous few years just kind of to mentally separate myself and just um because obviously baseball is so mental it's unbelievable you just got to find a way to separate yourself there's obviously the physical aspect but if you can separate yourself mentally it just puts yourself so far ahead of the game and um he helped me a lot with that so um it was great he, he did a phenomenal job while he was here and he's obviously doing a phenomenal job at Tennessee speaking of uh mentally when you play midweek games and sometimes you're playing just the one game on Tuesday but if you play the two Tuesday Wednesday and then you have that quick turnaround to play that weekend series starting on Friday mentally how, how do you get prepared for that quick turnaround you know, you just got to rest. So you, you've got to find a way, Just to, especially you go five games in a week. You know, it's, it's tough on your body. So, um, and like I said, we're middle of the season. You get a Wednesday game. It, sometimes those Wednesday games can be tough. If you are playing Tuesday, Wednesday, it's kind of tough to get up and get going for. Um, and you're kind of tired at this point. You know, a lot of guys are, you know, we're halfway through the season. Guys are maybe a little sore, a little tired, a little hurt, whatever it is. But um, you just got to find a way, get some rest, take care of your body, and, you know, practices usually on these weeks are a little lighter on the Thursday, Friday, or the Thursday leading up to it. So um, you've just got to find a way to wipe the slate clean, especially after last night, and just get ready for Friday. And You know, it, it's obviously you guys can tell it's just a different feel when the SEC games come around. It's just a completely different mindset. And even as a player, you know, it's just there's an energy when you get to the park. There's an energy when you step on for BP. There's just it's just such a different feel. So it's a lot easier to get locked in for those SEC Friday night games than it is um, compared to a Wednesday game when there's not as many people there. And you know, I'm not saying the game didn't mean anything, but didn't have as much at stake as what Friday night will when Tennessee rolls into town. So 
Yeah, the guys will be good. Coach Van Horn does a phenomenal job of just getting guys ready to go and having them mentally ready on Friday night and Saturday and um, and for the entire weekend. So uh, I, I think the Hogs will be fine and they'll bounce back pretty easily. Speak with Tyler Spoon, former Razorback baseball player here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, thanks to First Horizon Bank. Uh, Tyler, I, I was curious with last night's performance, and obviously Dave being pretty frustrated, you were a player under Dave. It, from what you can share at least, what was, what was that like after a, a bad performance or one that he did not feel like was up to par for the team? Did he approach it in a very uh, very emotional and very loud way? Was it more of just like, hey, you know what you did, you got to turn around? Just how did, how did Dave deal with uh, games, especially in ones that felt like the team didn't play as well as they should have? Yeah, a lot of it depended on just, the team itself and you know he, he's really good at reading how a team is going to respond according to how, what he says and kind of what motivates them the most so you know sometimes it was a hey it was a chewing for a little bit which was warranted you know it's not like we didn't deserve it if we lost a game like that and, and did, just didn't show up at all so um, a lot of it is just finding the right thing to say whether it's you know sometimes you lose three to two and you just don't get the big hit or whatever that happens okay but this one was a little bit different where we just didn't show up and you know that happens sometimes you just gotta you know get the attention of the team and you know sometimes like i said it would be a little bit of a chew in or just like a hey just just keep plugging away depending on what the outcome was but um he's really good at reading the team and understanding hey this is what will probably resonate with the team a little bit more so um it wasn't too crazy you know but obviously you're never going to be happy and he was obviously not happy with the performance last night but you just get a hold of those guys and you just make sure you get their attention and just say, hey, it's, you need to show up kind of deal. So, um, but hopefully that's the only time that happens. And, I, you know, if this team is, is good, is good like I think they are, it won't be a situation that happens again in a midweek, especially. So, it's one thing to change from game to game, just depending on the results there. But, uh, playing there for a few years and seeing how different players respond. Did you ever see a change in him from year to year? Because, you know, each season is different mm. as opposed to, you know, how he went about coaching certain players. Yeah, so especially my first couple of years, um, you know, we were we were a lot better, I would say. Um, you know, 2012, 2013, even 2014 a little bit. You know, it was a little bit more a little bit more of a chewing. And, you know, because there were just a lot of games we didn't show up and we would just lose and we were just, didn't play well and it was just unfortunately happened um but in 2015 it was kind of a really weird year because you know we started 11 and 12 and it started off horrendous and you know i think i remember specifically one time after a loss and um it was you know wasn't a great game wasn't a, a terrible game by any means uh, it was like a one or two run game and you know he just he had kind of done some chewing in the previous week or two, you know, which again is very warranted. Now, nothing crazy, you know, just kind of like, hey, you got to show up, play, kind of deal, just, you know, try to get your mind right, whatever, you know, need to work harder, whatever the situation is. But, you know, during after this one game, we lost by a run or two, just to, hey, you know, I don't know what else to say. You guys just keep fighting, keep plugging away, keep, you know, keep playing, keep showing up every day, and things will turn your way. And sure enough, they did. And we started to, you know, just end up going on a run. But, um, I think he just figured out with our group, you know, just hey, just stay in the course, stay in positive. I mean, because so many of the games we lost were one, two run games, super close. So we just didn't get the big hit, didn't get the big out, whatever it was. And you know, he just knew, hey, just just stay the course, keep plugging, keep playing hard, and that things will go your way. And they eventually did. I mean, I think we won seven or eight SEC series that year um, after that horrendous start that we had. So. Well, another thing that they're going to be uh, needing too, or at least that is up for question, is Jared Wagner. Is uh, it looks like he's uh, dealing with an injury, some sort of uh, some sort of in a deal with a, whether it's not broken or anything, but he's questionable at least for the opening mm-hmm. game against Tennessee. So, what what type of impact will it have if he can't go this weekend? And, and how will Arkansas, or who you think needs to step up uh, as uh, he's been playing so well, and they need somebody to uh, yeah. at least step up to the plate? Yeah. That's- obviously going to be a pretty big blow especially against the league leading team and era so um you know it's it's never a deal you never want to see a guy out but at the same time i think if he didn't play this weekend and it, it was a deal where hey if we rest him for a week or two he'll be fine or you kind of risk it i think everyone will look up in a month or two and say okay i'm glad we rested wagner for a weekend and you know maybe we didn't score as much or whatever but um it'll be worth it in the long run. So 
But as far as guys that need to step up, I think the one guy that still has yet, you know, he's done pretty well, but he still has yet to really get going is Stovall. And I think if Stovall can get going and, and he can really just fill in with the bat and start hitting, you know, the gap to gap and hitting like, you know, get hot like he, we know he's capable of, um, kind of like the end of last year. If he becomes that guy and he kind of steps up and fills in that role for Wagner, um, I think it'll just spill right in with the production um, hopefully kind of stay the course. And obviously, you know, I think Slavin is right there. I think he's very close. He, you know, he hit the home run last night, but um, he's another guy as well. But if he just steps up this weekend, it'll he'll kind of fill that void, and we know he's fully capable of, of doing that just with the amount of home runs and RBIs he's had in the last couple of years. So um, I think those two guys would be the key offensively. If those two are going, I think it'll be a, a really good weekend offensively for us. Before you get out of here, Tyler, what, what, have you, did you have to play through any injuries? I know that everybody gets banged up, and especially in baseball, too, but uh, was there anything that you had to play through that was pretty painful in your time at Arkansas? Yeah, there were. I mean, your shoulder's always hurting, it seems like. You know, something is always kind of hurting. But I, I had surgery in the fall of 13, fall 14. Um, I had a sports hernia, and basically where, like, your, your abs connect to your groin and all this stuff, So, and your hip flexor, but um, so – that kind of happened, I think it was the regional of Kansas State, and then ended up playing the whole summer. Just feels like your groin's on fire the whole time. But um, besides that, it was, you know, nothing nothing great. But, again, like your shoulder's always hurt. And just sometimes it's just a matter of can you play with it or is it better to sit for a week or two and just rest it and know you're going to be good in a couple weeks and then look up and you're glad you rested and everything's pain-free or just play with it, play the rest of the year with a little bit of pain. So, you just kind of got to weigh it out and see what makes the most sense and what's going to help the team in the long run. So, Well, Tyler, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. It's going to be a great weekend up in Fayetteville, and hopefully when we catch up with you next week, we're talking about a big series victory over Tennessee, man. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting weekend. Absolutely. Again, Tyler Spoon joining us. As always, appreciate it, man, on the Jones and Sundiamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Thanks to First Horizon Bank. we got more Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us. Hoop 5 Basketball Academy presents the Hoop 5 Player and Scouting Report with Bart Reed. Wednesdays on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Center. Arkansas basketball gained a player and lost one within an hour yesterday. First up, Temple transfer Khalif Battle announced his plans to attend Arkansas. Battle averaged 18 points on 41% from the field and 35% from three last year. Then Anthony Black declared for the NBA draft live on ESPN on NBA Today. He averaged 13 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists on 45% shooting in his freshman season. He's projected as a lottery pick by most outlets. In football, Arkansas also gained a commitment as Maryland transferred defensive tackle Anthony Tank Booker announced his plans to attend Arkansas. He recorded 27 tackles and two sacks this past year. Booker picked Arkansas over Purdue, South Carolina, Ohio State, and Texas A&M. And Arkansas baseball fell to Little Rock 11-4 yesterday. They'll get back to action tomorrow as they start their three-game home series against Tennessee. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Turns to Little Rock Simmons Bank Arena with Monday Night Raw, April 17th. You'll see the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair, Seth Freakin' Rollins. This is Seth Freakin' Rollins time, baby. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, Becky Lynch, and many more of your favorite superstars in action. Tickets start at $20. Available now at Ticketmaster. Consider yourself a bourbon connoisseur? At Twin Peaks, they're proud to offer an exclusive and extensive collection of some incredibly rare bourbons, whiskeys, and tequilas. Plus, check out their barrel selects, handpicked by the Twin Peaks team and bottled just for you. Cheers! This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Leonard Skinner has been called the House Band of the South, which makes Freebird a sort of Southern National Anthem, and Sweet Home Alabama a stand-in for God Bless America. The recent death of Gary Rossington took the last of the band's surviving members. Rossington had survived the plane crash that claimed the lives of three of his bandmates some 40 years ago. Skinner's music continues to live on down through the generations. Fifty years after the debut of pronounced Leonard Skinner, these Southern boys are Hall of Fame immortals. 
Come on over to Double B's this week and experience some Southern hospitality as you will be greeted with a warm welcome to Double B's and treated like family. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Listen for Oakwan Handicapping on the Zone with Nancy Holtis, presented by Sam's Pizza Pub in Hot Springs on Wake Hamilton. Sam's is known for thin, crispy pizza with an abundance of toppings and cheese. Sam'sPizzaPub.net in Hot Springs with live music every weekend and family-owned since 1980. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Well, Fayetteville is 1,843 miles away, but the call of the Hogs can be heard all the way to San Francisco. On 1037 The Buzz. It's been Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and one thing I'm never going to talk trash about is the great deals that is always available over at Guatney Chevrolet. You know, yesterday, uh, our fearless leader, Justin Acre, was kind enough to give me a ride over to the great event that we had at the hall last night, and he had one of those new blazers, and I'm telling you, uh, it, it looks good on the outside, but once you get inside and you see all the different amenities that it comes with, the smooth ride, it's got the big screen that's right there as a display to uh, be able to take care of whether it's your music or climate or whatever. It's it's a slick-looking ride, and that's just one of many different vehicles that they have over at Guatney Chevrolet, both new and used. And if you go over there, you're going to get the best service ever. Everybody over there is going to treat you like family because they've been in the business since 1957, and they're all Arkansans. They know how difficult it could be going through the buying process for vehicles. They know that there are times where it gets frustrating for people having to try to find the vehicle that they want at the price that they can afford. But that's why they are the best, because they know all those things and they take care of you in the best way possible. So no matter if it's a Chevy Silverado, you need to check that out. Or maybe, just maybe, want to go the Blazer route which I'll, I'll, I'll give it credit. You know, I was never someone who was big on the on the midsize SUVs like that, but after riding that Blazer, I think I changed my mind on it. But they got great vehicles in inventory. So check them out over there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit, 1301 TP White Drive. You can always shop them online as well at guatneychevrolet.com or call them today at 501-982-2102. Again, guatneychevrolet, guatneychevrolet.com. Uh, we'll have a three and out coming up here in just a little bit, too. And you know we've had uh, some people uh, coming in on the uh, Asher Record Live fan feedback as well as the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. But I did want to bring this up, too. How about this? The Tampa Bay Rays have now made it 13 in a row. They are 13 and 0 <laughs> to start this season. And it is the match of the 1982 Atlanta Braves start of 13 and 0, as well as the 1987 Milwaukee Brewers. The only longer opening streak was 20 and 0. Started by the 1884 St. Louis Maroons of the United or Union Association, so 20 and oh, wow, yeah, back in 1884. Yeah, probably not a lot of competition compared to what it is these days with 30 <laughs> teams in the MLB. Yeah, probably not, probably uh, not. But uh, not only on top of that, are they winning, but they have won all of but one of their games so far this year by four or more runs. So, they hit a ton of home runs. Man. That's the key to their offense. One, they outscored their opponents 101-30 to 30, uh, so far this year, and they have the most runs in the runs scored in the MLB while also having the least amount of runs given up in the MLB. So, it's so a early. a recipe for winning. It is. It is. Usually you have a lot of success, and I know it's so early, and it probably won't matter in the end because, you know, once you do in postseason play is where it gets dictated. But, man, just seeing the – in the way that they've started, and not just like, oh, you're, you're getting by by the, the skin of your teeth. They're actually going out and dominating a lot of these teams, too, being 13-0. It's just really impressive. 
Yeah, it is. Um, maybe they can get to 14-0 and and uh, break a tie of that record. Not that they're going to get to 20-0, and but 14-0 mm-hmm. and would be nice. And then uh, because they're in the AL East and they play <laughs> against the Yankees, then hope they lose the next 14. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. But uh but no it's always cool to see records when uh when a, a team can break records when individual records go down that's what records are for they're meant to be broken. Yeah, I always love it in especially in professional sports too cuz I mean I don't have any evidence of it but it just feels like the teams that usually have such a great start and you know really dominate in the beginning part maybe they're the last team unbeaten uh, before uh, they end up losing a game some way in the midway point of the season or whatever it may be, they ne- those teams almost never like win a championship that year. Oh, it doesn't matter in baseball. We're talking about 162. That's oh, way sure. too many games for sure. But even in like even in like the NFL, you know, I felt like the team that was always the last one standing with the uh, the longest winning streak to start the year, almost never those teams actually end up winning the Super Bowl. It's wild. Eagles made it this year, though. Yeah, they, oh, they, that's they, right. they, they were the last standing undefeated team, and they made it to the Super Bowl. Had a great chance to win. Yeah, because what, what was it, 9 and 0? What did they start? Uh, they got to like 13. 13. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Because I remember the year before, that was the Cardinals. I remember they got uh, pretty hot there to start, but mm, I don't know. I or, just thought it was maybe, funny. It, it all kind of runs together. Maybe they didn't get that many, but um, they, they got. Can remember the team they lost to? They lost to the Commanders. That was, oh, okay. that was the team that they lost to. Yeah, just like but everyone division thought. division rival, team that knows you well, and that happens. That's right. That's right. Also, the Asher Record Life fan feedback, speaking of, it says, Joe, have you ever been to a game in Heinz Field? If not, Rick Schaefer doesn't consider you a true Steelers fan. <laughs> says, Can we set up that, a GoFundMe for you and Randy to be true fans? That, that was funny yesterday, uh, getting into that debate, because um, there were certain fans that they spoke up and said, look, I'm a true fan. I've watched. I've listened for so many years, and... Just can't afford to to make it a certain game. So that was a pretty funny segment as they kind of debated and went back and forth on that. But the answer is yes, I have been to Heinz Field before and made sure, and it's only been one time, but seeing the Steelers in several different cities, but uh, in that one time made sure that there were going to be great seats because never knew if I would have a chance to return and go to another game. So uh, in, in that season also... Made it to back-to-back games because went to Pittsburgh one week to see the game, and then they were playing in Dallas the following week, so made both those games. I oh, see. That's I've I've not been to a Jets game or I've never been to a Celtics fan. But then again, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm just like the die-hard fan that's just eating it all up. I mean, I am a Jets fan, and I do watch every game that I can, and which has also been difficult too when you're growing up. You know, with, with NFL Sunday Ticket, that's changed a lot, but. It's not like the New York Jets were just uh, on TV a lot in the state of Arkansas, uh, as many some other teams. But yeah, I, I think that there's, I feel like there's probably more fans out there, diehard fans especially, than people even realize that actually have never been to the stadium or seen them play in person at the place that they're at, wherever it may be. Like, there's a lot of them out there. Randy actually went to see the Yankees uh, a few years ago, and um, so that was a treat where he was able to go to Yankee Stadium and... Um, and enjoy them. It was to celebrate his birthday one year, so that happens. So was the would the argument be was it just seeing them in person at all, or you have to go uh, seeing them in their home stadium? I think uh, I think it did start off with seeing them in person. Okay, but then it kind of led over into well, you need to see them in a home game where they actually play and experience it with the the rest of the fans. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's expensive to go to a lot of these games, especially. Uh, NFL games, and if especially if your team's good, you know if they're good and it's a big matchup, and you know because uh, uh, I've only NFL, I've only seen a few NFL games, but the last NFL game I saw was a Kansas City Chiefs game on Monday Night Football. They took on at the time they were still called the Redskins, but uh, you know that was it was just a, it was a really cool experience and it was awesome. But you know it's a little easier to get to Kansas City or to get to Dallas or uh, you know get to the New Orleans, especially here in Arkansas, than. What would it be for some uh, other places that people have their, their fandom at? Because we have fans from who are all different types of NFL teams, and I guarantee you there's a lot of them that's probably never been to that stadium or been to see them in person because uh, travel or expenses or whatever it may be probably held them back too. Rick likes a few different teams, though. Uh, I want to say his primary team is the Orioles. Mm-hmm. So he's seen them, but every team that he likes, he's seen them all in person. And then 
at the beginning of baseball season every year, which he did recently, he makes a trip to go watch baseball games. And uh, so he just finished that. And that was some of how it came about also because he just finished his annual trip of going to see his favorite teams. So does he, does he like one of those guys that's try to visit every ballpark type thing, or is it just the teams that he likes he usually tries to go and see? It's more about the teams. But uh, Rick being the baseball fan he is and um, just loving the game of baseball, he has been to several stadiums. Oh, okay. Uh, Asher Record Life fan feedback. I'm from Farrell Hog. He says, I've been in and out and I've missed some things, but I heard you guys talking about the Arkansas and Tennessee game and rivalry as well as some particular points about Tony V and Dave. Did you hint at a big possibility that Tony V would replace Dave according to sources you didn't want to reveal? I would love Tony V after Dave, just not ready to see Dave hanging up yet. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that there's like any sort of like uh, sauces that are telling you that, hey, they're going to be uh, replacing Dave Van Horn with Tony Vitello because uh, Dave Van Horn's still coaching. I think he's going to be coaching still for quite a, quite a while, a few more years, so I don't want to speculate on him retiring anytime soon. But I'm just saying that it would make sense, and knowing the relationship that Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello have, and Tony Vitello loving Arkansas and talked about his time in Arkansas and how much he enjoyed it, I could just see it absolutely happening where once Dave Van Horn decides to finally retire, Tony Vitello could be the next head coach coming in and uh, be able to pick up right where Dave left off. That's all I was saying. Coming up Monday, there is a North Little Rock Tornado Relief Fund, and Drive Time Sports is going to broadcast live. It's the North Little Rock School District and the Travs. They're going to host community baseball community night. So that's going to be Monday, April 17th. The gates open at 4 o'clock. There's going to be a JV game at 4.30 and a varsity game at 6.30. Entry is free, so you go to the event. It's free. North Little Rock is taking on Conway in a charity baseball game. You'll get to see those two games, and uh, all the donations will go to the North Little Rock Tornado, Tornado Relief Fund. So it'll be a great time there at Dickie Stevens Park, 4 o'clock on Monday. Drive Time Sports is going to broadcast live from there. Yeah, see, that's, that's always uh, cool when we had the event last night. And, of course, uh, we got our event coming up next Wednesday, too, with the, the Rockin' relief uh, just all those things it's just you know it's been great where not only you've had some assistance from outside the state of Arkansas but just here in the local communities having great things like this where you just continue to help continue to help and uh, everybody's been I know very appreciative of it and uh, just uh, I I love the fact that there's been so many of these things that have been going on that uh, people have been able to be a part of that are great causes with proceeds going there but also uh, people can have some fun with the actual events themselves too and, and be a part of it and we love being a part of it at 1037 the buzz and doing as Randy I guess was doing a live show from the hall last night yep and uh, I'm wondering uh, he, he, who knows, he's he, making the rounds I'm telling you he, he's at that relief next week he, he may be I, I don't want to speak for him he may be at Sticky's next week for his <laughs> live show for all I know but uh, but it's cool though to be a part of it and we know that here at the buzz we have a huge a huge following and a huge brand and uh, people who have grown up in the central Arkansas area know a lot about this station and the people that's been a part of it. So uh, it's great for everybody to come together and have these different relief efforts and different events that have been going on there, too. So And it was just great seeing everybody out last night. Oh, yeah. It, that made the event that much better. Yeah, and got to meet some people that I... Uh, that I uh, haven't met before, at least that say that they, you know, they've listened to the show all the time. So it's always cool to to meet the, those people out there and uh, you know meet some people that uh, also have some interesting interactions with as well. As well, it was uh, quite a thing that uh, I can't go into it, but it was just really weird. But it was fun. It was a fun weird, like not like weird in a bad way, just more like did not expect it to happen type of thing. But yeah, the amount of people are out is such a good time, such a good vibe, so much fun, and uh, it's a perfect setup and. Uh, like I said, it was uh, great to see a lot of people not only going there, but also uh, helping out and giving donations to the great cause that we had, too. We see our guy Landon Leach out from time to time. Had a chance to see him last night. That's right, man. I had a few quarterbacks in there, too. Yeah, the 1-5 there, Ryan Mallett was there. So it was good to see him as well. But we're up against it, folks. We've got to take our final break. When we come back, three and out is next, so you don't want to miss it. Price when buying tires. Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. 
How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. When it comes to severe weather, you need experience on your side. The Channel 7 weather team. Barry Brandt, Todd Yacobian, James Bryant, and Melinda Mayo. Not just years, but decades of Arkansas weather expertise using their knowledge of the past to anticipate the future. So when the next big weather maker arrives, turn to Channel 7 and trust the team with the most experience to be on your side. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Take it back to the heyday of Motown Sound with the Four Tops, live on the Oakland stage Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Sing along with your favorite top 40 hits like I Can't Help Myself. Reach out, I'll be there. And Ain't No Woman Like the One I've Got. The Four Tops, live at Oakland Friday, August 25th. Tickets on sale now at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. A great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Rock. At QC Kinetics, we have story after story of patients freed from agonizing pain through amazing regenerative treatments. But this one, well, it's extra special. My father, who is 70 years old, had both of his knees worn out. He went to an orthopedic surgeon who said, you need both of your knees operated on. We can book you for next week. But Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director, knew he had other options. I had him come to QC Kinetics. We treated both of his knees using our protocols with regenerative medicine. Within a few months, he was back to walking. A few months later, he was at the gym exercising three times a week. He can keep up with our three-and-a-half-year-old little girl. No surgery, no complicated rehab or downtime. It's completely life-changing for him. You have options, too. Before they whisk you away to surgery, slow down. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Your Arkansas travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 1067 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 1067 Buzz 2. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Keep waiting on the Packers and the Jets to finally make their trade for Aaron Rodgers. Still waiting. Still waiting to see. But 
According to reports, it's still ongoing, and apparently the Packers will not be talked out of their demand. They have their demand set, and they are not budging on it whatsoever because according to uh, reports, they're saying that the Packers want straight first-round pick for 2024 for Aaron Rodgers, and the Jets are apparently saying no, it's too much. Uh, So don't know uh, if it's actually going to get resolved. Hopefully it does, but that's the type of thing that's at least being reported on what's been the holdup. Of course, people have also been saying that they're going to wait till the draft, which absolutely could happen, and I would be fine with that too, just as long as it gets done. But hopefully that's not an actual snag of ending up being problems of why it could follow through. And I've already got my heart set on it already, so hopefully it actually happens. Looks like the Bucks are finally getting completely healthy. Chris Middleton, who missed a number of games last season in the postseason, he missed the final 10 playoff games that the Bucks played in with uh, an MC, a sprain MCL in his left knee. And then he missed a number of games this season, 18 straight, between December 17th and January 21st with right knee soreness. So he's kind of been in and out of the lineup. But now that the playoffs are coming on, he's getting back healthy and he's practicing fully. So it looks like he will be available for the Bucks in their playoff run. And he was a big part of many people's belief as to why the Bucks didn't make the finals last season. So now with a completely healthy Bucks team, looks like they're going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with. So we know that the uh, the Cavender twins, who are very well known, uh, they've made their uh, they've made it known that they're going to be moving on with their careers. They're no longer going to be coming back uh, to play basketball in Miami. But it looks like they may have uh, an idea of a different path altogether, as it looks like they're going to try to go towards a venture into the world of professional wrestling with the WWE. We know that they signed on with the WWE and as part of an NIL deal, but it looks like that they may be trying to challenge for the women's tag team title in the future but they were on the today show they were talking about it and they said quote we love the wwe their fan base their sport the fitness side of it that fits hannah and i's brain and aligns great with us so yeah we're very excited about the future with them so if you're wanting to know what they're doing looks like the wwe might be what's on the horizon aj johnson is a guard who committed to texas he's now decommitted from texas and he's going to play in australia's nbl And this is the same league that LaMelo Ball played in and also Josh Giddey. So these are two examples of players that played one year in the NBL as opposed to going to college. And then they were high draft picks in the NBA draft the following season. A.J. Johnson is on 2024 NBA mock drafts right now as the number 13 overall prospect. So another little wrinkle into the Ja Morant story is he's filed a countersuit against Joshua Holloway, the one that was suing him uh, for the batter, uh, for battery, and he is now saying, and this is Ja Morant saying that he's the victim of slander, assault, and battery himself. It says that uh, lie, it says the countersuit says that lies from Holloway and leaks to lies to the media have impacted his all NBA chances, and that means something to him because it's his money, it's contract. But it also says that John Morant received a, quote, subsequent threat on Snapchat that appeared to be from the counter-defendant Holloway. So, you know, what what does this mean? What ended up happening? Don't really know. But it doesn't look like John Morant's just going to go down like that. He's going to try to put some pressure on the other guy as well. Odell Beckham Jr. had his introductory press conference with the Baltimore Ravens, and he was asked about the possibility of playing with Lamar Jackson And he said that he wasn't given any assurance that Lamar Jackson would be playing for the Ravens. He said it was more about a team that actually wanted him. And so he went to the place that he was wanted more than thinking about who was going to be on the team. Although he did say it would be great to play with Lamar Jackson and he kind of really looks forward to that if it happens. He ultimately went to the team that wanted him. And was going to pay him a nice little uh, bit of money, too, to go along with it. That may have had something to do with it also. But in Odell's words, he said that that really wasn't the determining factor. So kind of a funny deal with uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. There's been people that felt like they always had some similarities, kind of looked alike. But apparently Matthew McConaughey is taking it uh, one step further. As he says, in Greece a few years ago, we're sitting around talking about how close we are with our families with Woody Harrelson, and my mom is there. And she says, Woody, I knew your dad. Everyone was aware uh, that, that my mom left after that comment saying new if it was a loaded word of new. So we started having some laughs about it, and maybe, just maybe, uh, that uh, Mrs. McConaughey ended up 
knowing uh, Woody Harrelson's dad pretty well. So this all stems from that revelation that, uh, that that happened in that story. And also, they are thinking about possibly taking a DNA test to confirm or deny it, but it might be up in the air. Wouldn't that be one of the craziest things ever if it came out that they actually were related or at least biological brothers because the similarities are eerie and if it ends up being true and if they end up taking it that'll be quite the story in hollywood wnba star Brittany griner is getting back on the court this season and she is writing a memoir that's scheduled for spring of 2024 and it's going to be intimate moving uh, in vivid detail of her experience of her wrongful detainment in russia so uh, a few other things that are going on at least in the uh call it the entertainment world but there is going to be, for all of you Harry Potter fans out there, which I know that probably people older than me may not necessarily be the biggest Harry Potter fans, but if you grew up in my generation, if you will, everybody read Harry Potter and everyone loved the movies. Well, apparently they're doing a TV show that will be a remake on HBO, and it's going to have an all-new cast, and it's going to be retelling the entire story. Now, I, I, I know it's just, it's whatever. I hate, re- we talk about reboots and sequels and all that, but you know... I just don't understand. There's money involved in it, I'm sure, but I, you're just not going to have. Like, if I, I would, if I was an actor or an actress, I know I'd take the paycheck and it'd be a great opportunity. But the last thing I want to do is play Harry Potter because you're, you're not going to beat. You're not going to beat the guy. Like, you're not going to be better than him. You're not going to be better than Emma Watson. It's just not going to happen. So, I get it. It's about money now, and who knows? Maybe it could be at least decent, but. I just feel sorry for those actors and actresses because, man, they're going to get it, especially <laughs> if they're not near as good as the original cast ended up being. Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown is now engaged to Jake Bon Jovi, who happens to be John Bon Jovi's son. He's 20, she's 19, they've been dating for two years, and they actually met on IG. She's 19, right? Yeah. All right. He's 20, she's 19. All right. Well, I guess uh, getting after it early there, but congratulations to her. Uh, I love beef jerky and I love Doritos, but now apparently there's a Doritos-flavored beef jerky that does, in fact, exist. It's called from Frito-Lay, partnering with Jack Links, which are kind of the two biggest companies uh, dealing with chips as well as beef jerky. But they're apparently trying to make it taste like spicy, sweet, chili Doritos. So I'm looking at that, and I'm like, okay, cool, but why would you not start with, like, your most popular flavor of Doritos? Like, I don't know, nacho cheese. Like, nothing against spicy chili, but if you're going to do something like that, go with the biggest and best brand first, and then you can move on to the other flavors. A Florida man stole a scooter from Target. The way he got caught, he was assembling the scooter outside Target where he stole the scooter. <laughs> and uh, the top driving distractions when people are uh, in their vehicles. Number five is the radio. We don't distract you ever here. Uh, eating and drinking is number four. Number three is cell phones. That's actually not as high as I thought it would be. Number two, passengers in your car, people riding along with you that might be trying to distract you. And the number one, stuff happening outside your vehicle, like rubbernecking vehicles, billboards, and all those things, too. So uh, pretty surprised to see that cell phones weren't number one. But how about that? All right. Well, that does it for us. Appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. We've got Drive Time Sports coming up next. At Jones & Son, when you shop for an engaged ring, you get the benefit of shopping with the largest selection of rings in central Arkansas. We also carry the biggest brands in the business, and I'll offer our new Jones & Son collection of branded engagement rings. Our Jones & Son rings are high quality at a really great price. Also, they are fully customizable, and we can modify any design to suit your needs. We are a direct diamond importer and import all of our diamonds, so we save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones, inviting you to shop Jones & Son. 